There's no one-size-fits-all advice in the ever-evolving world of entrepreneurship. Cliches like think outside the box sound good, but they fall short when you're elbow deep in building your business plan. The truth is, failure is the key to success doesn't feel comforting when you're in make-or-break decision mode. And ABC, always be closing, is just an empty slogan when you're trying to get your business off the ground. So we've created something better. Real stories from real business owners. In this special episode of Dream Plan Live, we're serving up morsels of wisdom from savvy business leaders. From the nitty gritty of daily operations to game-changing leadership mindsets, we've compiled outstanding business voices with practical insights and a touch of inspiration. This is where cliches end and honest advice begins. Earlier this year, I sat down with Brent Donner, owner of DLC Manufacturing in beautiful New Ulm, Minnesota. DLC is a fabrication facility where they cut and bend metal to go on machines like farm and construction equipment. Brent's been in this business for a long time, but he's still enjoying the successes of his company. I mean, we have a crazy business here and never thought we'd get this big, <laughs> you know, or grow like this, but well, the expectations, everybody said we'd fail and we didn't fail. You know, here we are strong. We started in 2009 and you know, we're kicking pretty good in 2023. Brent stumbled into fabrication by chance, but everything about the industry just clicked for him. He told me that training in the industry kind of works like apprenticeships. He learned everything he knows from his teammates and leaders and built up his knowledge. A few years into his career, Brent made a name for himself as a consultant traveling to metal fabrication companies across the U.S. to optimize their production. When he built up the capital to open his own business, he took those connections with him. Today, DLC Manufacturing services colossal manufacturing companies like Bobcat. But Brent's passion for his business lies in building up his team. He's executing a plan for every employee to earn six figures. Brent's whole story is outstanding, and you should definitely listen to it if you're building a business from the ground up. We'll link the full episode so you can hear from all of our business leaders in our show notes. But I was struck by Brent's drive to build up the people who work for him, his enthusiasm for sharing expertise, and knowing exactly where his business fits into the market. You can hear that passion in his voice. I love this. I've been doing this for over 30 years, and I love it. I, I love coming to work every day. I mean, I just I just love doing what I'm doing, and I have such a great crew that, I mean, they're, they're family to me. Brent's advice isn't love what you do, which, of course, is important for a business owner. It's pass your passion on and build up. Brent's been in his industry for a long time, but maybe you're mid-career and you're looking for a switch. Amanda Nelson had no idea she would go into weddings when she started her career. She actually got her start in finance, managing a bank branch in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. But inspiration struck her when she went to a string of friends' weddings around the country. 
After getting home from one, she sat down and crunched the numbers on a new business plan, a curated rural wedding venue. And Blue Haven Barn and Gardens was born. Today, it's one of the most in-demand wedding venues in Sioux Falls and has expanded to three locations. She and her husband manage a huge team of part-time and full-time employees. Amanda learned everything she needed to know about weddings while running her business. But she also brought essential skills from her previous career. As a manager, she learned how to bring people together, build a team, and make sure everyone feels supported. This is not an easy task when most staff members at Blue Haven are part-time. But Amanda's work for her employees is inspiring. Here she is to explain. It's so hard with part-time staff to try to get everybody under the same roof at the same time because now I've got kids that are going to SDSU and USD and college kids that want to come back and there's just no way like we can really have like legit team meetings and things like that. So I mean for me like it obviously is a lot of tech communication so text messages and keeping very up to date on like how we do scheduling. We have an app that does that and I do a newsletter every month and just, you know, fun things. We've got a little thing called like you got caught. So if they get caught doing something, you know, above and beyond, it's kind of fun. We give gift cards for that too. But I would say the one thing that I can get everybody kind of usually summer is hard, but usually under the same roof as we do like little employee parties and stuff. Like next Sunday, we have a little employee picnic that we're going to do up at one of our venues. And usually people will come for that stuff. You know, we've went boating and golfing and it's just fun. And I just feel like that there's such a great staff. I'm a true believer from my management days that, you know, you can't have like toxic employees in your environment. So I always, you know, we have great staff. I pay them well and they're happy for that. And from what I see, like on surveys that I send out and things like that, like there's not many complaints. Amanda goes beyond building a positive work culture for her staff. Her big advice create a community where employees want to give their best. Randy Rolfson would also agree that building outstanding relationships with staff is essential to growth. He is the owner of the stunning Emerald Hills Golf Course in Okaboji, Iowa. But as a club manager and a lifelong golfer, Randy knows relationships with people who share a passion for the game are invaluable. Randy bought Emerald Hills Golf Course over 30 years ago. And as he looks back at his career, he says he's most proud of his education and competition programs at the club. Well, I, I think what I'm most proud of, and, and if you look around my office, you, you have a chance to see basically 31 years worth of junior golf camps. I used to call junior golf the future of golf, and I still do. But for me, it's the present of golf because so many kids that were on those early pictures are now my full members. It's just building that program, and we really haven't changed course. As a business owner, Randy emphasizes service and community with his team and his members, showing everybody who comes to Emerald Hills that this is a place for everyone. He says that has been the key to his success. You know, I think what sets us aside, maybe just within our own business, which we can do, is capturing an audience of people that want to come back day after day after day after day. And so we've taken a daily fee course 
that might have just seen a customer once a year or twice a year and made them feel like, gee, they want to become a member and and be treated the same way they got treated that very first day, every day of the week if they want to play. And uh, I, I believe we've formulated leagues on that basis. They want to play once a week instead of just once in a while. So our ladies league is full. I can't put any more ladies on Monday night. Our couples league is just about full. We can't hardly put any more couples on Tuesday night. Men's league, a nine-hole league on Wednesday and Thursday. Every, every hole is full, so we put 72 guys out on Wednesday and 72 guys out on Thursday because we've captured those people from the, the, the community that want to see us on a weekly basis, which we didn't have 31 years ago or even 21 years ago or maybe even 12 years ago or so. And it's evolved into that. Now we're we're kind of running at a really nice capacity that I like. And I, and I guess even in going into a different industry, why wouldn't you do that in banking or in, in a grocery store business? Why wouldn't you want to cultivate an environment that people want to come back to? Every enterprise has to build connections to grow with members, customers, guests, whoever it may be. But here's Randy's advice prioritize a welcoming, fun spirit in every part of your business. Dan Winkowicz runs a unique operation in Spirit Lake, Iowa. It's called Tri-States Grain Conditioning. Today we're in 48 states in the United States and over 40 countries around the world. So the name no longer fits. But what we do still fits, and that is we help people maintain the quality of their grain while they're storing it at their facility. And now that's whether it's on the farm or whether it's in a commercial facility. Dan's business story actually starts in Ecuador, and you should definitely tune in to hear his entire story. But today, he says he's proud to run a business with a massive reach that maintains small town values. So I think I think that's the key, especially if you're a small business and you want to be on the cutting edge. Okay, find out who those companies are out there that are doing what you want to do and who you have good synergy with, and then come together and work. Dan's business advice pushes far away from a fake it till you make it mentality for new business owners. He says knowledge is acquired by being vulnerable. I think there are three stages in it when you approach any new area of knowledge. In the beginning, it's, I don't even know what I don't know. Mm. Stage two is, now I know what I don't know. And then stage three is, okay, now I know it. But if you start out thinking, well, I got this, you will find out very quickly that you don't. But maybe you're someone like Jackie Thorson, who's been around her trade her whole life. She took over as the third generation owner of Thorson Heating in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, a few years ago. Jackie has a lot of stories about being a woman in a male-dominated trade, from being the first woman to graduate from her HVAC program to giving back to the women in her community. I am absolutely committed to just raising awareness to women and trying to bring more women into the trades, um, that that's that door is wide open for women. Um, and then with that, yes, right now we have a, a female apprentice. She's been with us for about six months. She started in January. We have her on an accelerated training program. So she's been going to some classes and trainings and doing a lot of um, 
on on site work and on the job training and so she's been doing really well she's actually been out on a couple calls by herself already so it's been really really fun so i think she's really enjoying it jackie is a business star on the rise but i'm just still very true to myself that you can see i have my nails done i have my hair done um yeah, I, I still just rock it, I guess. So there's no reason why a woman can't. Her leadership as a woman-owned business demonstrates one of the most powerful lessons in business. Authentic leadership will guide outstanding business choices. Thanks again to Brent Donner, Amanda Nelson, Randy Rolfson, Dan Winkowich, and Jackie Thorson for sharing their expertise today. Remember to check out their full features in the show notes for more morsels of wisdom. Dream Plan Live is a podcast presented by Bank Midwest. You can find more resources and answers to your top of mind business questions by visiting our website at bankmidwest.com blog. And if you liked this episode, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you stream your favorite episodes. This podcast was hosted and produced by me, Emma Meyer. We're so excited to share more conversations with you. Keep dreaming big, and we'll see you soon. Bank Midwest, member FDIC.